Welcome, everyone, to Yes and Amen, Youth Church with Pastor Derek Fletcher, Derek Fletcher, and Yanni Fletcher. Can you guys see me pretty good on the uh, video? Is that good? Yes. All right. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good day. Good day, everyone, wherever you are in the world. All right. Let's. We have a great lesson about Moses on today. And uh, so it's an excellent lesson. Okay, who would like to pray this morning? I will. Okay. All right, Derek. Um, I mean, uh, Yanni. Lord, thank you for all that you've given us. And Lord, we are thankful for everything that you do for us and everything that you will do for us and God continue to bless us and we love you so much in the G in Jesus mighty name we pray amen amen and so today we're talking about exodus and it says before the 
Red Sea parted, meet Moses. And so Moses was a of the tribe of Levi, and he was a, a prophet, and he introduced the people to the law. He represents the law, and he was a prophet of God. All right, and so today uh, we're still kind of overviewing Exodus. And then we want to look at Moses. He's a key human figure in the book of Exodus and referencing the law. He's key. And then we want to recognize the ways they can honor God by learning from Moses's life. What can we learn from his life? What did he do um, right? What did he do wrong? And and how was his relationship before God? Okay, so topics, behavior, faith, God's presence, Moses, and protection. And so here, Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy. 34 and 10 it says since then no prophet has risen in israel like moses who the lord knew face to face again deuteronomy 34 and 10 since then no prophet has risen in israel like moses whom the lord knew face to face all right, one more time, and then I'll have you guys. Okay. So it says here, Deuteronomy 34 and 10. Since then, no prophet has risen in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. All right. And so, all right, guys, repeat after me. Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. 34 and 10. 34 and 10. 34 and 10. Since then. Since, since then. then. No prophet has risen in Israel like Moses. No prophet has risen in Israel like Moses. Whom the Lord knew face to face. Whom the Lord knew face to face. Face to face. All right. And so here, let's see. All right. So I didn't we we just gonna look have you guys look at it. Uh it says distribute five post-its and then uh in a writing utensil. So I'm gonna pause that so you guys can read it out there. And follow what it says. <clears throat> All right, let's move to getting started. Okay, so today we are to get to know Moses better. So what do you know about Moses? All right, 
I can't hear anybody. So, Derek, what do you know about Moses? He is the highest prophet. Okay. Anything else, uh, Yanni? No. Okay, Moses set helped set the people free from uh, Egyptian rule. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. He led the exodus from Egypt, right? Okay, so what do you admire about Moses? So Moses uh, went to Egypt and he said, let my people go. And God said, let my people go. And so Moses carried the people out and he took them to uh, into the wilderness and, and then across the Red Sea and all those things. So, so what do you admire? So he was a great leader, okay? So Moses endured a lot because the people were had a slave mentality and he had to kind of help assist and purge that out of it, right? And so there was a time when God says, I'm just going to start from the beginning and wipe them away. And, and, but Moses, he interceded and he asked God, you know, well, if you kill them, you, you wouldn't be the God of your word. And, and, you know, he, he interceded and he talked to God about the people of Israel and, and ultimately God spared uh, them as a nation. Okay. And that's what leaders do. They speak for their people and they cover them. So as we go through the study of Exodus, we will look at Moses's life in detail uh, before he's before we start the week by week study of the stories and the testaments in Exodus. We want to make sure we understand the man who is such an important part of the story, right? We want to understand Moses, where he come from, where he came from, and who he was. That's very important. Okay. And so as we uh, talked about last week, the main point of the story is about the Exodus itself. And Exodus means to leave from one place and leave or exodus headed to another destination okay and so uh it's about moses himself today rather it is about the presence of god nor okay nor is it about moses himself but it's about the presence of god and so today um, we get to know Moses better. We get to understand a little bit more about him. All right. And we will find that God is ever present in the life, in the life of this great man. Give me a second here. One, two, do something here. All right, how's my picture? Is it still good in the video? Is it? Yes. Okay, thank you. 
All right, let's dig in. Let's dig in. So the Bible, the Bible mentioned Moses over 800 times. Don't worry, right? We're not going to go over all 800 of those. So let's, let's dig in. We even see uh, that in the New Testament scriptures, uh, to link or to talk about or learn more about Moses and how his life can encourage us to live like Jesus. So let's look at this. All right, so Exodus 2, uh, 1 through 10. So uh, Derek, you're going to read uh, 1 through 5, and then Yanni, you're going to read 6 through 10. Okay. <clears throat> now a man of the tribe of Levi married a Levite woman, and she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. When, when she saw that he was a fine child, she hid him from him. She hid him for three months. But when she could hide him no more, no longer, she got a a papyrus 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 basket papyrus basket for him and coated it with tar and pitch then she placed the child in it and put it among the reeds along the bank of the nile his sister stood at a distance to see what would happen to him then Pharaoh's daughter went down to the Nile to bathe, and her attendants were walking along the riverbank. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her female slave to get it. All right, Yanni. She opened it and saw the baby. He was crying and she felt sorry for him. This is one of the Hebrew babies, she said. Then his sister asked, Pharaoh's daughter, shall I go and get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? Yes, go, she answered. So the girl went and got the baby's mother, Pharaoh's daughter, said to her, take this baby and nurse him for me, and I will pay you. For the woman took the baby and nursed him. When the child grew older, she took him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. She named him Moses, saying, I drew him out of the water. Okay. So what do we know of Moses' father? Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um... 
he married uh, he, uh, he married um, his mother, which was a Levite. Okay. Okay. And his father is of the tribe of Levi. Yes. What do we know about Moses' mother? She's the Pharaoh's daughter. Okay. So that's that's like his his mother that found him. What about the mother that gave birth to him? The lady that was inside of the um house. He was a Levi. She was a Levi also. And she hit Moses after he was born, right? For three. She, put him, she hit him and then she put him in the in the uh now and then Pharaoh's daughter found her him. Okay. So why is Moses hid hidden? Why do you think they were hiding? Because he was too fine of a child. Yeah, that was part of it. The other part was the Egyptians were killing oh, yeah, uh, so. male babies too. Right? So if you take a look in Exodus 1, 15, 22, right? They, they were, they were, they were afraid of the multiplication of the, of the, Hebrew people, and so they were trying to get rid of the son, the sons of the firstborns. So, how long is Moses hidden? Three months. Okay. All right. There we go. Why do you think of Moses' mother plan? What do you think of Moses' mother's plan to have Pharaoh's daughter discover him? Was that a good plan? I think it was a good plan. Okay. It was a clever plan. Yeah, good plan. All right. So who named Moses? Who named him? Yanni? I think it was the lady who gave birth to him. The Pharaoh's daughter. So the Pharaoh's daughter did. The lady that gave birth to him didn't have a name for him, but when Pharaoh's daughter found him, she named him Moses from the water, right? Is that how it went? Yes. Now, was God present in the life? How was God present in the life of Moses, even in his infancy? How was God present? Well, they he was uh, there with God. He because he always was. Okay. All right, and so God granted him favor in the eyes of Pharaoh's daughter. Right. 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 
Okay, and that ultimately spirit is life. Okay. Oh, excuse me. So uh, we know a little bit more about Pharaoh's family from numbers. So let's take a look at Pharaoh's, like his natural birth family, who they were and, right? Let's take a look. And so here it says in Numbers 26 and 59, it says the name of Amram's wife was Jacobet, okay? A descendant of Levi, who was born in the Levi, born to the Levites in Egypt, to Amram, she bore Aaron, Moses, and their sister, Miriam. All right, so Moses is natural born birth father and mother. His father is named Amram, and his mother is Jacobin, okay? Jacobin okay. and his father, Amram. And so Moses had a brother named Aaron and a sister named Miriam. All right? Yes. So who is Moses' father's name? Or what is, what is his father's name, Derek? His father's name was um uh hold on uh, he... I don't like you need a little help. Did you go to sleep? No, I got it. Um what is it? Um it's uh um and um at uh, hold on. Amarams? Amran. Yanni, what is Moses' mother's name? Joseph Bed. Jacob. Jacob Bed. Say that. Jacob Bed. Jacob Bed. Jacob Bed. All right, so we are, what are the names of his brother and sister? Anybody can answer that. Uh, Miriam, one of them was Miriam, I remember that. Okay, Miriam, that's the sister. Okay, Yanni, who's the brother? 
Was it um Aaron? Okay, Aaron. All right, that's pretty good. Let's see. Moses is a Hebrew, a Jew. His mother is a descendant of Levi. One of the sons of Jacob. All right, any questions about that? So he was a descendant in the tribe of Levi, right? So his mother was a descendant of Levi, one of the sons of Jacob. Right, his father too. So they are a priestly tribe. Moses' birth narrative is compelling, right? And so the story of his birth is equally interesting. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy. Okay, so, okay, I'm going to read Deuteronomy. The Yanni is left. She did let her in. Okay, did you admit her back in? Good. Yeah. All right. And so I'm going to read Deuteronomy uh, 32, uh, 48 through 52, and then uh, in 36, um, you're going to read uh, 1 through 6, Derek, then Ra Yanni's going to read 7 and 8 in Deuteronomy 34, 1 through 12. So I'll start. And so on that day, on that same day, the Lord told Moses, go up into the array, the I said it before, and I, uh, Abba, Abaram range. Abaram, uh, Abaram, Abaram range to Mount Nebo in Moab. Across from Jordan and view Canaan, the land I'm giving the Israelites as their own possession. There on the mountain, you will have that you have climbed, you will die and be gathered to your people. Just as your brother Aaron died on Mount Hor, Hor and was gathered to his people. This is because both of you broke faith with me in the presence of the, the Israelites at the waters of Meribah Kadesh in the desert of Zin. And because you did not uphold my holiness among the Israelites, therefore you will see the land 
only from a distance. You will not enter the land I am given to the people of Israel. All right, Derek. One through six. And Moses, the serpent, sorry, my bad. Then Moses climbed the mountain, Nebo, from, I want to say that's Nebu, but it's not Nebu, from the plains of Moab to the- Moab. That's what I said. But Moab. Moab, the Moab. Plains of Moab. Moab, to the top of Pisgah. Pisa? Oh, Pisa. Pisgah, Pisgah. Oh, Pisgah. Across from Jericho, there the Lord sh showed him the whole land from Gilead. Gilead to Dan. All of Nep, Nef, Neftali, the territory of Ephraim, 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 and Manasseh, Manasseh, all the land of Judea, as far as the Mediterranean Sea, the Nev, the Negev, Negev. And the whole region from the valley of Jericho, the city of Psalm, as far as Zar. Then the Lord said to him, This is the land I promised on oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, when I said, I will give it to your de descendants. I have let you see it with your eyes, but you will not cross over into it. And Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in Moab, as the Lord had said. Uh, he, bur he, bur he buried in Moab, in the valley opposite beneath Peor, Peor, Beth, P, Beth, Peor, Beth, Peor. But to this day, no one knows where his grave is. Okay. All right. That's a mouthful. Okay, mm -hmm. Yanni, Yanni. Well, this was a hundred and twenty years old when he died. Yet his eyes were not weak, nor his strength gone. The Israelites grieved for Moses in the plains of Moab, Moab, 30 days until the time of weeping and mourning was over. Now Joshua, son of Nun, was filled with the spirit of wisdom because Moses had laid his hands on him. So the Israelites listened to him 
and did what the Lord had commanded Moses. Since then, no prophet has risen in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. Who did all these signs and wonders the Lord sent him to do in Egypt to Pharaoh and to all his officials and to his whole land? For no one has ever shown the mighty power or performed the awesome deeds that Moses did in the sight of all Israel. All right. So Moses wasn't allowed to see the promised land. Why do you think that was? Let's talk about that. So Moses was in the wilderness with the people. And you remember we talked about the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night in the last lesson. And we also shared about the, uh, they had uh, quail and bread, right, and, and manna. Uh, but God also provided water for them. And so uh, Moses told God to, uh, well, God told Moses to strike the, the rock and then water came out. But in a different instance, God told Moses to speak to the rock, but he didn't speak to the rock. He was upset and he struck the rock, but water still came out. And so God did not appreciate the fact that he was not obedient to the request. Even though he struck the rock, water still came out, but that's not what God told him to do but he was upset okay and because he was upset with the people he just did anything okay and so because of that because of his disobedience to god he was not able to cross over into the promised land okay that's why that we have those scriptures out there okay so uh, Derek, read question number one. God instructs Moses basically to die, to go and die. What is his reason according to verse 51? Hmm. Verse 51. Okay. Hmm. This is because both of you of you broke faith with me in the presence of the Israelites at the waters of Mirabah and Kadesh, Kadesh in the desert of Zin and because you did, did not uphold my holiness 
among mm-hmm. the Israelites. Okay. So so he, he should have spoke to the rock, but he struck it. So he broke faith according to God. Okay, let's take a look. Moses broke faith with God and did not uphold God's holiness among Israel. Okay, Yanni, question number two. Disobedience at the end of Moses. Life keeps him from entering the promised land. Does this mean, does this seem unfair to you? Mm. What do you think? Tell the truth. How you feel? Was he being disobedient to God? Yes, he was. Then yes, it's fair. Okay. Chapter 31. Let's see what it says here. Chapter 34 tells the story of Moses' death. He does what God says. Where does where does Moses die? Moses dies. Mm. No one knows. Okay. Since no one knows. All right. So they don't oh. know where they don't know where his body is at, but he died in Moab, right? In uh was it Ebo, Mount Ebo in Moab? No where, where is Moses' grave? Nobody knows. Yeah. Nobody knows. It's a mysterious mystery. Yanni, what does verse 10 say of Moses' standing in the nation of Israel? Can you go back to the verse? It says, no prophet has risen in Israel like Moses. Okay. Okay. So, no prophet like him. Okay. So, what is so significant about Moses' life? What do you think? He was old. He was obedient. He made one area. He made it to one twenty. That old. So signs and wonders he did, 
are unmatched by other men, right? Because he parted the Red Sea. So signs and wonders. He did a lot of different things. So, all right. So, <clears throat> what a life Moses lived, right? He did signs and wonders. Um, he gave the people the law. We will discover it in great detail throughout his throughout our study between his birth and adoption into Egyptian royalty and his lonely death on top of Mount Ebo, which is in Moab, Ebo. So God God worked mightily in Moses' life. However, even as he descended into his mysterious grave, his reunion was not complete. Any questions about that? Okay, let's look at some New Testament accounts here. And so Moses in the New Testament is mentioned 85 times. Okay, Luke 9, 29, Luke 9, 28 through 36. So it talks about the transfiguration. And so let's see, what do we have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So <clears throat> I'll read the first verse and then Derek, you read 29. 30, 31, and 32. Then Yanni will read. Let me, let me make sure. Yeah. You'll read 33, 34, 35, and 36, right? One, two, three, four. Okay. So about eight days after Jesus said this, he took Peter, John, and James at, with him and went up into a mountain to pray. All right, Derek. As he was praying, the upper appearance of his face changed, and his clothes began as bright as a flash of lightning. Two men, Moses and Elijah, appeared in glorious splendor, talking with Jesus. Amen. They spoke about his departure, okay. which he was about to bring to fulfillment at Jerusalem. Peter and his companions mm. were sleepy, but when they became fully awoke, they saw his glory 
and two and the two men standing with him. Okay, Nyani. Wait a second, I need some water. Okay. okay, I'm done. Done, okay. All right. <clears throat> you ready at 33? Yes. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> As the man were leaving Jesus, Peter said to him, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what he was saying while he was speaking. A cloud appeared and covered them, and they were afraid as they entered the cloud. A voice came from the cloud saying, This is my son whom I have chosen. Listen to him. When the voice had spoken, they found out that Jesus was alone. The disciples kept this to themselves and did not tell anyone at that time what they had seen. Okay. So who does Moses appear with in this passage? A glorious, a bright lightning, I mean, like okay we say what so who uh, who who appeared with him oh that would be uh one of them was elijah and okay so elijah and moses and elijah okay so what are these men doing with jesus according to verse 30 yani According to verse 30, they're talking with um, Jesus. Okay. What are they having a conversation about? Derek? They are having a conversation about his departure. Okay. Which he is about to bring to fulfillment at Jerusalem. Okay.
what do the disciples want to do? Okay. And so as the men were leaving, Peter said to him, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us build three what? Shelters. One for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. Right? Right. Right. So according to the passage, who, did I say that right? Or did I skip something? All right, let's see something here. Oh, we didn't read that yet, did we? Okay. Came down too far. Okay, so does Moses stick around? So, so the uh, disciples wanted to build like a shelter or a a uh, memorial for them, right? Correct. So does Moses stick around? No. Okay. All right. So what is left? What is heard? What is left and what is heard? The disciples with Jesus. <laughs> yes. And when he was speaking, a cloud appeared and covered them. And they were afraid as they entered the cloud. A voice came from the cloud saying, this is my son whom I have chosen. Listen to him. When the voice Had spoken, they found that Jesus was alone. Okay. So Moses and Elijah are here to represent two things that a first century church, first century Jewish person in the time of Jesus would have revered. The law and the prophets. In essence, they are the old covenant fulfilled in Jesus and clearly serve as a key figure in this way. Okay. All right, let's look at this too. 
So in Hebrews, all right, so Hebrews 6, um, Derek read verses 1 through 3, and then Yanni read verses 4 through 6. Therefore, holy brothers and sisters, who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, whom we acknowledge as our apostle and high priest. He was faithful to the one who appointed him just as Moses was faithful excuse me in all God's house Jesus has been found worthy of greater honor than Moses just as the builder of a house was has greater honor than the house itself. Okay. Yanni? For every house is built by someone, but God is the builder of everything. Moses was faithful as a servant in all God's house, bearing witnesses to what would be spoken by God in the future. But Christ is faithful as the son over God's house. And we are his house if indeed we hold firmly to our confidence and the hope in which we glory. Okay, and the hope in which we glory. So God is the build, ultimate builder of the house. So about whom does the author of Hebrews want to, the reader to think about or think of? What do you think? Faith. Okay. Okay. Give it something more than faith, but I believe faith is in there. Oh, okay. And so they want the reader to focus in on Jesus too. All right. Uh, on Jesus, Jesus. So, yeah. so what quality does the author use to describe Moses? What does the author use to describe Moses? Yes. Who's who's hmm, uh someone who's uh what was the word? Someone who's more like Jesus. Hmm? Someone who's more like Jesus. Someone who's more like Jesus. Yeah, who uh, like basically over surpassed Jesus a bit. Okay. Um. Uh, all right. He basically deserves the same re reward. Okay. Am I not wrong? 
What quality does the author use to describe Moses? Let's go up here and look. Let's look at the text. He was faithful to the one who appointed him just as Moses was faithful in all God's house. Okay. He was okay. faithful. According to this passage, who is greater than Moses? Jesus. God. Okay, Jesus. Moses is a key figure in the Bible. But above all, he helps point the reader to Jesus. Even the story you'll soon know very well, the Exodus is a foreshadowing of the captivity for which Jesus rescues all of us. Okay. And so we have here in Hebrews 3 and 5, Moses was faithful as a servant in all God's house, bearing witness to what would be spoken by God in the future. What does the verse describe? How does the verse describe Moses? Can you go back up to the verse, please? He was faithful. Right there. Right there. Right there. Oh, God's house. Faithful. So it's faithful. He was a faithful servant to God. Okay. So what does this faithfulness hold? How does this faithfulness hold up in Moses' life? It's spoken in God's future. Okay. Let's see what it's saying. His faithfulness was expressed in the fact that he bore witness uh, to what to that which God had done was doing and would do in the future. All right. Faithfulness is a quality we see in Moses' life. He was faithful to his calling. He was faithful to the one who called him. He was not perfect. He made a mistake. He doesn't step foot in the promised land because of his disobedience. But he never quit. Okay? Got it. He never quit. And so do you think faithfulness is a word people would uh, used to describe you? Yes. Yes. Okay. To what are you faithful? Are you more faithful to something other than Jesus? No. Okay. Well, I'm faithful to my family. 
to my friends. Okay, you should be faithful to Jesus above all. Okay. Yes, above all. Above all. And then your family. Then and that, friends. Okay, but it's, it, to to God, God has to be first. Even God. before your even before your family. You got me? Yes. How can we how can our disobedience sometimes keep us from continued faithfulness? Let's think about that. So guilt, this guilt, our guilt derails us. Consequences of sin discourage us. So if you're practicing sin or you're doing something and, and it's against God, it's an act of disobedience. So your consciousness and your mindset is one of guilt and of consequence. So you become discouraged. Okay? You guys understand that? Yes. Right? Guilty conscious and all that stuff. So Moses was placed under the punishment of death before he had, was even, even born. Pharaoh had, in, had uh, dictated that all Hebrew boys be murdered okay thankfully moses's mother saved him according to god's plan okay he left his life experiences led him to be the perfect person to return to egypt and later lead god's people out of slavery So I don't know about you. I'm looking forward to the next lesson. And so we will continue our study of Exodus. Okay. All right. So I'm Derek Prey. You got it. Father God, we thank you on today for keeping us safe. Today for keeping us hard and healthy. Father God, today is a great day. Today is a blessed day. Today is a glorified day. Father God. And as we look into this lesson, and as we heard about this lesson, we know that the faith is in you and that all you do is already set in us, our destiny, our adventures, and the things that we'll do in life that'll be life-changing. Father God, we thank you for keeping us as a family. Father God, let those who have been poisoned with infection and viruses be healed automatically, Father God. Let them be protected, Father God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. We declare, this is Pastor Derek Fletcher. We declare success over your life and that this lesson is enriching your life in every way. And so we glorify God for the time that you have taken to learn from this great lesson. And we thank you. This is Pastor Derek Fletcher with Derek Fletcher and Yanni Fletcher. And yes, and amen, Youth Church.
God bless you. Have an excellent day.